Hey guys, welcome back. Today I have registered nurse Tanisha. She talks about her home care experience, her experience in nursing school, and how much she thinks you should spend on a nursing degree. Again, guys, if you're interested in nursing, subscribe, like, and follow. Stay tuned. Hey, Tanisha, thank you for coming on the podcast. It's great having you. Hi, Danny. Thank you for having me. I appreciate it. What made you decide to pursue a career in nursing, and how long have you been a nurse? I originally started nursing in high school. So the thing is, I wanted to be a doctor. So in my mind, I said, if I go to nursing school first, I'm going to get a heads up on the, the medical jargon and things like that to make it easier for when I transition into pre-med. But then during my clinicals, um, there was a patient screaming at the top of her lungs um, from her room saying, somebody help me, somebody help me. So as a nursing student, I ran into the room thinking something was horribly wrong, but all she wanted was a bedpan because she was holding her bladder for so long because it was just so busy on the unit. And I gave her the bedpan, she relieved herself, and she looked at me and said, with all seriousness, she's like, you saved my life. But it just goes to show you that in nursing, it's the small things that you do that make a difference. And that just made me fall in love with nursing. And I, I just stuck to nursing since then. Coming out of nursing school, what was your first job? My first job coming out of nursing school itself, I was an LPN at first. So as an LPN, I did private care where I would go into homes for 12 hours and I would care for um, every age range from um, infant all the way to geriatric. So these were quadriplegics, uh, children with, uh, you know, disorders, trachs, you name it, ventilated patients. And I would stay with them for 12 hours, do medication administration and things like that within my scope of practice for LPN. So that was my very first nursing job. And as a RN, my first job was uh, medical surgical, which is most of our foundation right out of nursing school. You started on a med search unit as an RN. How did you transition into becoming a visiting nurse? So I wanted to see if other areas would offer me an opportunity to kind of grow as a nurse. And I just randomly looked up jobs and said, hey, this is different not knowing too much about other areas of nursing. And I went on that interview and next thing I know, I was hired and that's where my journey began. So how does the pay as a visiting nurse compared to a hospital job? Um, the pay with visiting nursing is, is private. All, all the establishments are private, no matter which one you go to. So you have the capacity to make six figures as a home care nurse with just your bachelor's. So that's with my tipping point. Obviously, if you're starting out um, with less experience, the pay grade starts a little lower, but you're still starting at above 80,000 as a beginner, a brand new really? RN within home care. So by the end of five years, you can hit the $100,000 mark. Um, so I, I never did home years. care. That's sorry, yeah. I never did home care. And I just remember paying, people saying uh, when we graduated school, it didn't pay as well. But you know, true. you see, you see what happens when you take other people's advice yeah, and not you true. listen to other yeah. people that you don't know. So yeah, 80,000 starting and up to a hundred thousand. Up to a hundred, yeah. And depending wow. on what company you work for, you get, um, with, for three years, you get a bonus. So whatever your, um, weekly in, um, bi-weekly income is towards your anniversary date, they gift you with that same amount that you get every two weeks for about three weeks. 
And just like any private, you know, it's a 401k type of pension, as opposed okay. to the pensions you get with city and state. So those are the areas where it, it differs. But the pay is, I would say, is very well. Yeah, that's good. So as far as scheduling, is it a Monday to Sunday type of job? Also, were you did you have to stay at people's homes for a certain amount of time? How did that work? Another great benefit of home care. So you have your the quota was six patients per day. So once you met that quota per day for five days a week, if you go over that quota, if there's short staff or just need a lot of help, you actually get compensated for every patient above the quota of six patients a day by the end of the week. So if once you have your schedule of six patients for the day, you don't have to get up at eight o'clock or clock in at a certain time. Granted, you want to start at a good time, but there's nobody telling you you got to wake up to clock in. You start when you're ready to start. But obviously, the sooner you start, the sooner you can finish um, working. So again, that autonomy to not have to rush and clock into a job and clock out. When you're done with your six visits, unless it's ridiculously early in the day, you get to go home because you have completed all your visits and your charting. If not, they might call you into the office and say, all right, you're done a little bit early. Just come in and we'll give you something to do to kill some time. And then you could go home. So that autonomy was awesome, especially for someone who's a parent have a child in school, things like that. Jobs really don't cater to your personal life and you never mention your personal life when you're interviewing for jobs because that's not their responsibility. But you're always looking for a job as well to not, you know, dishearten you from um, applying for it because it interferes with your your role as a a family person. Do you ever come into contact with other nurses at all? Only when you have your monthly meetings. So you have your monthly meetings and then when you need supplies, wound care supplies or general, you know, infection control supplies, you have to go back to the the office and get your supplies. So you run into staff there, but otherwise you are, you're on your own. So it can get a little lonely, but if that's your personality type, then you won't miss not, you know, having conversation with coworkers for the day to go by faster. You're, you're just on your own. That's it. I, in I every weather. How, yeah. There. Oh, in every weather you said? Yes. Yeah, yeah. Yes. In every weather. Definitely has the seasons. Yes. You can't say I'm not going to go do a wound care patient today because it's snowing. You got to get in that car and trek through the snow. Unless it's that terrible, then you could communicate with the doctor as to why that care was not done for that day. Yeah. I didn't even think about that. That's, you know, yes. you can, you can go to different parts of New York city and the plowing of snow is not great. Yeah. You know, they, they don't move the snow like you would exactly. think. So the you good thing is to- once you're hired, you're hired for a specific borough. And then within that borough, it's divided into regions. So each okay. nurse has a section okay. and whatever nurse is next to you, that's kind of like your partner. So if anything happens, you'll go over into that nurse's area and cover her, him or her and vice versa. Okay. So it leaves some, you know, room for you to cover each other if anything happens, but you never, you're never sent far out unless it's a bad day and they'll compensate you for it as well. There's so much to it that I never thought about. Patients trust us when they come to it, you know, to the hospital, because typically that's what we think of where you need to go when you're sick. Right. Trusting somebody into your home. That's totally different. Yep. A stranger coming that's, into your home. That's totally different. I, I, yeah. I always thought about it 
as far as me going into somebody's home, but you know, vice versa, it's definitely different. That's a, that's a, that's a, I guess that's a, that's a bigger risk for us, you know, when we think about letting somebody into our home. Yes, because you have to look at the good sides of a job and you have to look at the downsides. You can't be naive going into it. So yes, you're a stranger walking into another stranger's um, private area. That's their domain. In a yeah. hospital, that's you're running the show there, yeah. but in yeah. their home, it's what they say and what goes for them. You cannot tell them how to run their own home or what to do in their own home. That's so um, You can't offend them either, right? You can't say, exactly. it, it, you, you know, we, we can get offended. So they're, but- we can get offended without, you know, truly trying to be offensive. You, you just right. say something, hey, move that over there. People at, at, at their homes, they'll probably look at you like, right. what? Like, this right. is my house. This is you know, and, and the hospital will say, hey, move, you know, move that chair. You know, we want to walk over there and nobody's going to get offended. Exactly. I don't think about that. Offended. You actually got to, you got to be really careful, you know, and your communication has to be much, much better in much home better. care because you're dealing, you know, you're dealing with people in their homes. Yeah, definitely. And as a female too, you're stepping into the homes of male clients as well. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm going into everywhere from residential neighborhoods, suburban neighborhoods, all the way to low income areas where crime rates are high and things like that. So you have to be mindful what time of day you're going into certain places, um, taking elevators and incidents where you might go into a client home and there's a scenario going on inside mm-hmm. that you don't need to be a part of. So you have to know how to exit safely and make sure you report it so that you don't end up in particular situations. Mm-hmm. And they have a, a buddy system where if you're going in particular areas, you can actually have someone accompany you for your safety. So that's, that's the good thing too. That's awesome. With all your experience, 15 years of nursing now, in your opinion, how much is too much for a nursing degree? 30K, 50K, 100K? It's an interesting question that I usually <laughs> ask people because we all pay a different price. We all pay a different price for tuition, right? Yes. Um, you know, some of us pay a lot, some of us don't. But, you know, after a couple of years of experience, we still feel strongly, regardless of what we paid for our tuition, how much, you know, how much, yeah. how much schools are charging. What do you think? Right. So you know what school I attended. We know what that tuition was, private. private Once you say expensive. private, you know what the range is. And I New did York that City for private. Four, New York City right, private. I did that for four years before I even hit the nursing program. Okay. So I was, I'm an honest person. I was one of those people that was very lackadaisical when it came to researching um, different routes, different information. So had I known better, I love the school I attended. I would not trade that education for anything. But what I would have done is find a college that um, where I could have done the prerequisites first um, at a, a much cheaper rate and then transition over to the private sector of schooling to complete the nursing degree. But if I could do it all over again, I would not see myself paying over 30000 for nursing education. Because all my friends from high school, they were not nurses. I started out as an LPN and went right into the bachelor's program. They did not. They went to city colleges uh, right around the corner and they did their associates, took their, the same NCLEX that I took on the bachelor's level, level, and then they went right ahead and just completed the classes for the um, bachelor, bachelor's degree and ended up spending way less to get to the exact same spot 
that I'm in now. And now we're all on the same playing field. And a lot of them have actually gone on like yourself to be nurse practitioners and, 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 and having, having their master's degree doing um, informatics and everything. They actually, a lot of them actually surpassed me at this point, as far as um, education wise in nursing. And it, it goes to show you that it's not the money. Like you can choose different paths without putting yourself in, in debt because I still have that debt to this day. I, you know, I tell people try to go for free. And yeah. people think that that's, you know, that's, that's impossible. And I'm like, no, there are people who finance their nursing degree or there are people who get it paid for through scholarships. There right. are people Grants. who work, mm-hmm. who, you know, just at the basic level. Let's say if you don't get a scholarship at all, there are people who work and save for it. Yeah. That's it. Just as they just work and save. Then there's people who get scholarships and there's people who, who do the research and find out what schools are best for them. Because if you go into a lot of debt, and you're not coming from a place where you can afford the debt, it, you know, it makes you think differently at times of about how much you have to work once you, once you exactly. get that degree, right? Because, you know, then you, you're going to be like, oh man, I'm, I want to do that over time because I have to pay these loans back. Or, I have to pay, right, yeah, right. Because you know, I'm looking at paying off my debt probably when I retire. I started paying off loans. You usually start about six months after graduation. Yeah. And from then till now, I don't, t- I don't mind talking numbers. I still have about 39,000 left to pay. And this is 10 years of paying a loan. But awesome. Congratulations. Because that's quite a bit. Yeah. But, you know, you came down to 39. That's awesome. What advice would you give someone interested in home care? If you're interested in home care, you have to be able to handle unusual circumstances that are not under control in a like you would in a building. You're in an open environment in the community. The community consists of everything and everyone and it might be out of your norm. So you have to be okay with uncomfortable situations. You definitely have to be a people person and you have to be okay with changes. Well, thank you. Thank you for coming on the podcast. I appreciate you taking the time and coming to talk to us about home care. Yeah, this was fun. Thank you so much. I really appreciate you choosing me to do this podcast.